Welcome to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. Visit our website at www.gtransformationacademy.com, where you can download our free How to Track Macros guide. This guide has helped over 15,000 people start their macro tracking journey. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Macros for Life podcast. Today, title, You Versus the Scale. We're going to be talking about how to improve your relationship with the scale. Number one thing you need to do is what? Buy a scale? Uh, I guess that is number one. Wasn't really what I was going to say, but it worked out. Yeah, yeah, you got to have it. People don't even have a scale anymore. You got that right. Uh, I mean... Yeah, and I didn't they only think about get it on like them that. at hotels or gyms or the doctor's office, and then they, it, because they don't have a scale, they don't get on the scale no more at home, like because they see the weight, like oh my god. Yeah, you stay away from that. That's not <laughs> what y'all want. <laughs> I'm gonna stay away from that. Okay, so what did you want my answer to be if it wasn't get a scale? Oh, I was gonna say don't get on it every day, but <laughs> you know that was better. You won up me on that one. Actually, my philosophy is getting on there every day. I mean, I'm cool with getting on it every day, but <laughs> it's not for everyone. Yeah, and and that's what we're going to talk about because everybody's yeah. approach should be should be different. Like everybody's going to be different. It's, it's kind of it's not a one size fits all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing. Well, we'll get into that later. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, you got some saucy you saving for the end? A little saucy, little saucy. I'm like, let me look, set my coffee. It's a little heavy. Mm. So I love this. We're actually starting off with probably some different viewpoints because it can be yeah. it can be different for everybody. I remember growing up in a household where we had, I don't even know the name for it. Here I am a scientist, but the one that's non-digital. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what I grew up on. And sometimes it was all over the place. Like, yeah. I mean, it was they never got calibrated. They were I mean, it was kind of like anything goes. I remember I could set things on it and it wouldn't even move. And when I got older and I was using a scale more frequently before the digital ones came out, because I am a scientist and I would work in a lab where we had to balance and calibrate a scale. Why are you laughing? Go ahead. <laughs> I used to get on that scale and they used to stop. <laughs> like, I had one and we had one too. That's you know, it only goes to like 240 pounds. That's we'll talk about that. That's part B. Yeah. That's part B of the conversation. But like as a scientist to verify that the scale was actually accurate, every morning we have to go into the lab, turn on the scale, let it warm up because part of it was digital. And we would have to put standardized weights on it, mark it off for quality control to be like, yes, it measures well. And, you know, um, grams and kilograms and all of this. I hated it. I hated doing quality control on this scale. But I actually ended up crossing that over into my fitness journey when I used to be like, is the scale right? Like, there's no way I weighed that. Or I would be like, did I really lose that much weight? Like the one way and y'all can still use this. Because sometimes digital scales will become, you know, uncalibrated. I would take a 10 pound dumbbell, put it on the scale to make sure it was right. And I remember when we had one scale, it didn't go up high enough for you. And I'm yeah. laughing out of love. Like, yeah. y'all, I have I, I have a, a larger frame, framed husband. What's that song? I want a big boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me a big boy and I, I like him big. So um, don't come for mine though. 
but I remember he would be like, it's a scale, right? And so like on the flip side, I would be like, you know, cause I would put the dumbbell to make sure it wasn't too low or whatever. I would put it on to make sure the scale was working and he would hop on. And that was back when the packaging wouldn't even say how high it could go. Yeah. But I remember he used to be on a digital scale. I mean, a, a non-digital. And this probably was like a mind fuck for you. Mm-hmm. It would go to the maximum because y'all, he used to weigh almost 400 pounds at one point, yeah, right? Yeah, that was a big boy. It would real. go to 200 and it would go from zero and it would, the needle would swing all the way around in a circle. Yeah. It would do a 360 and go to 200 and then go past it and then end up on like the 45 pound mark. So we would have to guess, does that mean... Does does a full swing plus forty five mean two forty five? Like we were literally we're trying to do math it. over here. <laughs> so like so now I'm kind of like in hindsight, did this fuck up your mentality with man? I was like, hey, carry the one, move that over here, times it by two. If y'all were a little bit heavier than a two hundred pound scale, DM us and let us know if y'all if if y'all had to do the same thing. Yeah, man. But like we used to do that, but now I'm really thinking did that kind of mess you up. But it could have, it could have started it. But then, like, we moved to like the digital scales, and and now they're definitely, you know, more accurate. And scales do all the cool things now. They Bluetooth um, and sync to your apps and stuff. And the app that I use to to track, and I recommend this for you guys if you do have a poorer relationship with the scale. There's an app that I'm not affiliated with, so I'm not shouting it out for any type of like money. I mean, if they want to affiliate me and they hear this, I'm game, but um, it's a great app. It's called, it is called um, Happy Scale. I'm getting ready to pull it up now. And this is one of the things that I definitely recommend for you guys, but it's called Happy Scale and it helps you set milestones, but it also predicts trends of what might happen for you so that you start to take your mental mindset out of what you think you should be losing but what is realistic but look babe it gives you predictions of like your commitment what you could lose what's your current rate of losses your overall rate like what you could lose a little bit further out but it gives you um a really cool graph and shows you the averages and things over time. There's a paid version that is definitely worth it. It's not super expensive. It's like whatever, maybe 20 bucks. I don't know for the year. Yeah. Hey. But the monthly is cool. Like yeah. I like it and I definitely recommend it and you can manually put it in, but there are some scales that have their own apps, but this is a really good one. If your mindset is a little bit shaky with the scale and it, yeah, I, I mean, it shows all your trends. I got happy scale. I got the paid version. I'm new to this. I mean, I'm true to this. I ain't new to this. My bad. Hey, happy scale. Happy scale is the shit. Yeah, happy scale is the shit. I'll pay for that. I love the happy (laughs) scale. So, like, shout out to that because it will improve, like, you know, your mindset. But, like, someone being an OG person that has lost a lot of weight, I have a pretty good relationship with the scale. I'm not going to say great. Cause sometimes I get pissed off. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like it's me versus me, but sometimes it feels like me versus the scale when there's times I'm trying to lose weight or kind of, you know, just tighten up whatever. Or sometimes I have a poor mindset when I come back from a vacation, a flight, whatever. Um, But like my relationship for, with the scale has gotten better from me being someone who's weighed myself frequently over time. That is how I personally got over the battle. The more that I stay 
off of it, the more I feel like my relationship is shaky. And here's why. I'm a very type A analytical person. Like I said, I'm a scientist. But what has helped me overcome my mindset with the scale is seeing more data over time where I can see trends and predictions, not just because of happy scale, it being a cool to lap, but I know things like my period is coming. Okay, the weight's going up. I actually just got off a flight last night. I got off a flight Sunday. It is Monday night right now. We're recording. I'm not weighing myself to Wednesday. I know better. But if I'm feeling kind of, you know, really open and excited and like nothing can shake me. Yeah. I'm going to hop on there tomorrow, but I, I know that I could get my feelings hurt, but then I'll, I'll have my feelings hurt you guys literally for half of a second. And I'll go, well, you know this because I'm constantly getting on the scale. If I was someone not constantly getting on the scale, I don't know how, I probably wouldn't know how to manage my feelings as well. Do you agree or not agree? I agree, but I mean, my my journey to getting comfortable with the scale was probably, I mean, it was a little different than yours. And like the way we look at the scale is a little different as well. But for me, of course, weighing yourself day by day um, helps you get used to the scale and just knowing that you're going to have certain fluctuations, whether it be that you drank more water that day or you may have had a cheat meal, that scale can go up. But that helped me get used to it. The other thing that helped me get used to the scale was learning the science of it and knowing that I'm not going to gain five pounds overnight. Mm -hmm. So of real weight, of real weight. Yeah. Like the scale can move up five pounds overnight, but I know it, I didn't gain that five pounds, real five pounds, uh, true five pounds overnight. So that makes me like, I'm like, okay, that's water weight or, you know, Something, something is, you know what I'm saying, going on in there. It's not true. Just, I didn't truly gain five pounds overnight. The other thing, um, the other thing that helped me get used to getting on the scale and it not meaning much for me was my journey. So at points in my journey, I may have been 260 pounds, 270 pounds, um, 280 pounds, but I may have been leaner at 280 pounds than I was at 260. Mm -hmm. And I can just by tracking, by using apps like Happy Scale, or before that, I used to write my weight on a calendar and sometimes I still do. And then I look at pictures and I see that I was leaner at 280 than I was at 260. That helps my mind because I'm like, okay, that that 260 really doesn't mean nothing because we're not, we're not out here, you know, chasing goals to get on the scale and show somebody, look at my weight on the scale. No, I'm out here chasing goals, so I, I look better because I'm healthier and I look better. You know what I mean? So the scale doesn't translate to you looking better all the time. Yeah, so. like it, it doesn't define your body composition At or all. muscle mass percentage. And it definitely, especially for women listening, because it can definitely be really sensitive for them, like it doesn't define your worth. Mm -hmm. And I've had times and I don't always talk about this where like I have let the scale get to me and challenge like my self-worth like I have. Mm -hmm. um, I even had a moment this weekend where I had friends that I saw that I hadn't seen in a long time and we took a photo. And if you guys know when you go to uh, let me check it out when you guys go to the photos on your phone and you go down to people and places on an iPhone, it'll show you the people that are most currently in 
the photos with you. And I saw a person this weekend and I'm opening it up for my husband to see. And babe, look at this photo right here. It's from mm -hmm. like 2019. Yeah. I look better now. Yeah, you do. I weighed less there. Not in that photo. I look good there. Not that one, baby. Not that one. But like, yeah. this is 2019. Look at my arms mm -hmm. there. Yeah. It was a motivation, like boost for me, you guys. Like I'm looking at this photo um, right now and I'm like, I definitely look better than that right now. And I'll turn it around because we have some some things that are going to be on um, YouTube. YouTube and stuff eventually. But I showed her because I was like, look, I can look at all of our photos we ever took together because we've taken that many. Mm -hmm. Like this one, you can definitely tell my face was leaner. But I told her, I was like, I looked at him like we bet we all both had a glow up. She looks better now. I look better now. But like. Sometimes when I do not look at photos, like I can get caught up in that. Like Randall was saying, like it's it's always different. Like sometimes he'll put pull up a photo, baby notorious for this. Was I fat back here? Was yeah. I fat in this photo? I'm like, when well, I'm not about to say you're fat. You're not about to, you're not about to loop me into a trick, a tra a trap. But like I'll go, like. You actually look better now at the same weight yeah. because muscle mass is a big thing. So one, taking those scale weights, whether you're weighing once a week, once a day, three times a week or whatever is data, but that's just like one, that's just one point of data. Probably you is. should also be taking photos constantly. They don't have to go on Instagram. If you guys didn't know, you can go on your iPhone after you take a photo of yourself in a swimsuit, you know, just your swim trunks, if you're a guy, and you can hit hide in photos. That way you open your phone up in front of other people. They can't see them. Um, shout out to my friend, Shannon, the gym nurse. She taught me how to do that. But you can hide your progress photos where you're in your little skimpy stuff and people not see it, but you need the scale weight. You need photos and you should take measurements too. But mm -hmm. the photos are probably going to be the biggest thing that I think can help you with like your your mindset around the scale and getting just data. It's just it's lots of data, tons of points that you can look at over time, but you can't be afraid to look at that stuff. If not, you'll get caught up in one thing. I totally agree. And I agree. I mean, like you said, it's 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 several data points and that's just one of them. Um, that's huge. Um, it's just one. Because mm -hmm. people let it define their whole journey and it doesn't define your whole journey. And they give up. Yeah, they give up. And then you may have given up because the scale went up a little bit, but you actually look your best mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. So, or, or people, you know, self-sabotage when that yeah. happens. Um, so definitely just learn that it's, it's, it's just one data point. Mm -hmm. And it's not that important for me. I mean, I'm I'm a little different in that, like when we have a cheat meal, like you be like, oh, you sure you want to get on the scale? I, I like getting on the scale after I have a cheat meal. Like I want to see, I want to see what the damage look like. Like I do. I mean, the other thing I like doing leg day after a cheat day. So my stuff is going to go up twice. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to go up on a cheat day. Then it's going to go up again, probably because I did legs the next day. Mm -hmm. But I know that. So when I get on the scale, I expect that. And then I'm waiting on the drop to come in the next few days after that or whatever. Yeah. That's important because a lot of people don't know the reasons why you have fluctuation. 
So like he was saying, a cheat meal, it could be more calories, more, ca more carbs, and most importantly, more sodium. Mm -hmm. So like eating more calories and or carbs are a big one. Drinking extra water because you're thirsty, you're catching up. That's going to affect the scale. Not drinking water and being dehydrated could drop it down. But then the day after it might shoot up because our body will fluctuate its weight based on water balance. And that can be tied to water intake and sodium intake. Mm -hmm. um, low sodium or high sodium can both make the scale go either way. Um, it can go in either direction because our body is trying to constantly get back to a, a state of homeostasis. Bumping up your fiber, you might not go number two for a few days. Um, let's say you're traveling, you don't feel comfortable pooping in the airport, that is me. Then that might affect it. Maybe you tried a new probiotic and now you're actually going to the bathroom a whole bunch. Scale drops, different types of food, bumping up your protein, flying, leg day, stress, no sleep, running a marathon would probably have somebody inflamed for three or four days. Um, people eating, devouring all kinds of foods after like bodybuilding competition. You might see your, your weight go up five pounds. All stand up things. late. Stand up oh, late. Yeah. Get you. Stand up late will get you. <laughs> it will get you. Have your weight all over the place. Every single time. Yeah. Every time. Get that sleep. And then not eating your normal foods on vacation for a week. Even though they may be similar, but someone else is cooking them a different way, like that stuff, like that's, but that's data. Yeah. And if you're tracking your food and taking measurements and photos, like you start to normalize um, the data. So for me personally, I will weigh myself pretty much every day if I'm in a cut. If I'm not in a cut, maybe a few times a week just to kind of make sure I'm not like getting away from um, what feels like comfortable for me, but my weight fluctuating doesn't mean I am gaining. That could be muscle mass, glycogen, but again, I put everything together. But when I'm in a cut, I want to see all those little points of data up and down, up and down. It's going to be like weight loss when you're going, trying to lose weight. It'll be like a roller coaster that trends downwards. It'll be up and down, up and down, but the overall trend if you drew a line through it for the best fit line it'll go down over time but normal day-to-day -day fluctuations you guys is one to four pounds for most people yeah i can be up three pounds on sunday down two pounds on tuesday up one pound on wednesday and then down overall four pounds for the week on thursday and then the next week gain two pounds but like keep trending downward like it can be all over the place for me and that's normal yeah that's normal um, I'm saying like, I'm a, I'm a bigger guy. So if we go have a cheat meal, like I may come back and I may be up five pounds, but like we said earlier, I know that's not real fat or anything like that. It's the sodium that I had or, or whatever. And then the same token, like I may have a cardio day and be heavy cardio <laughs> and I may have drank all my water on the front end of the day. And so when I go to sleep, I'm a little bit more dehydrated when I wake up in the morning and I may lose four pounds but i know i didn't truly lose four pounds i know as soon as i drink water it's gonna be back on me yeah and if y'all don't know what the science of weight loss is one pound is 3500 extra calories on top of what you normally um eat so if your calorie intake every day to keep it simple is 2000 calories you would need to eat 5500 calories total in a in a day to gain a pound the next day 
So if you gained like three extra pounds, what is that? That's like an extra thousand and fifty calories in a day. So if I'm eating two thousand a day, I would have to eat and I would throw up. Yeah. I don't think I've ever eaten more than 3,000-ish in a day. If I did, it probably was because I had like a liquid thing, like a milkshake might be a 1,000 calories. Like it's yeah. a lot. A peanut butter parfait is like 1,200 calories. <laughs> I had a peanut butter parfait in <laughs> so years. I forgot about it. Those things are so good, but you can yeah. get the mini. There's a kid's version, y'all. Or you can get a sundae, add hot fudge, macro hack, and then get the Spanish peanuts. That's how you do like the kids version. You remember that? You been cheating on me with them peanut butter parfaits? No, I'm lactose intolerant. I haven't had ice cream in a year. Man. No, I, I haven't. Have peanut butter parfait in about but two years. I know how to do them. I know. I know how to make the little mini. But yeah. like you would need to eat to gain three pounds, four pounds overnight. Like most of us probably have to eat twelve to fifteen thousand calories in a day. If you guys Google 10,000 calories in a day on YouTube, you'll see people back in the day. There'll probably be videos from like 2015 to 2018 people doing it. But Mm -hmm. most people I've seen try to do it can't do it. Like they can't hardly get to that. So it's water fluctuations. Just think about this. I, I say this analogy all the time. One bottled water is 16 ounces. That's one pound. We're supposed to drink eight of those in a day. Minimum. That's a gallon. Yeah. So if we if we drank eight of those in a day, like we're supposed to, like close to a gallon of water or half your body weight up to a gallon of water, that's eight pounds in just water alone. That's not even all the calories you eat, the sodium, fiber, like, you know, the bulk in your stomach. So like we almost need to have four to nine pounds of water going into our body body every day. Mm-hmm. So you getting caught up on the scale being up one pound, you're not gaining weight. When we see clients do check-ins, they're like, I'm gaining weight. I'm like, well, how much? Don't be giggling, babe. <laughs> you don't, know it's funny. Don't, don't giggle. But we'll have clients say, I'm, I'm gaining weight. And I'm like, how much weight did you gain? One pound. That is, that is one bottle of water. You might have drank one less, one extra, maybe stress, cortisol, lifting. One pound is not weight gain. Like true weight gain would be you gaining about four extra pounds and it's staying around for at least three weeks. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to start thinking, okay, weight gain. But if you've gained one pound, even per week for two, three weeks, that's not weight gain. Like that is really still maintaining your weight. Mm -hmm. If you, if you toggled between like 152 and one and 155, you're maintaining your weight over three weeks time. Um, So I, I hopefully have eased your woes. um, If you're someone that thinks I'm gaining weight, no. Like true weight gain is if that weight is like three to four pounds or more over a month's time, for sure. I agree. That's all I got. That's all I got. I agree. I agree. But sometimes we even, and this is why it's really important to have a supportive partner, we'll console ourselves. Yeah. We'll console ourselves. But like on the flip side of like getting on the scale, you know, frequently, and the the big tip I'll tell y'all is stop focusing on how my weight was high on Friday. Average your weights for the week. That's why you mm-hmm. you should use an app like Happy Scale. Um, in our Make It Count monthly macro membership, we help you guys average your numbers when we're doing your monthly macros. So that's our program that's under $100 a month if you guys need accountability. And we help work with you on seeing what those averages are. But like average the weights for the week. Your one bad day is not your week, your weight. It's the average for a week. Look at week after week, the average. So all of your days of the week added up divided by seven, like that's what the average is. But on the flip side, 
if you are waking up in the morning, you're having a bad mindset day and maybe you knew you kind of fucked up yesterday or maybe like you have a day with high anxiety, you're stressed about a project that's due at work. You're like into it with your friend, like your mom's on your nerves and you're arguing, like you're just having a bad day. If you know that getting on the scale that day is just going to totally fuck your mindset with your journey, what do you do, babe? Don't get on the scale. Don't get on the damn scale. Don't get on the scale. Like why add the stress? You already knew what it was going to do Yeah. Too. If you have a coach that um, doesn't want you to weigh in daily, just let them know, hey, like it was a rough mindset day for me. And I know for me to stay on track and be consistent, like you missing some days weighing in is not a big deal. Yeah. If you know that you are you're trying to practice getting better, improving your mindset with the scale, and this is today is a bad day, just like don't get on. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that simple. Yeah, it's really that simple because it's, it's if you already know that you fucked up the day before and you wake up and your mindset is bad, it's just going to get worse if you get on the scale, if, yeah. if it's already bad. And then you're criticizing, you're picking yourself apart, you're thinking the diet's not working or whatever the whatever the, the goal is like. Just refocus. Just refocus. That's all you got to like, do. Just reset. Reset. All right. So quick recap. We recommend Happy Scale. It's a great app to help you look at averages, trends, predictions, and it's also really motivational. Mm -hmm. um, also try to weigh yourself and be um, someone that can step back and look at all of the data and go, this is just data. Start looking at correlations and trends with how much fiber did I have? Did I fly? Did I have water? Was I stressed? Was it leg day? Like sodium. look for sodium, yeah, look for the trends. Look for all of the trends and be mindful. Um, look at averages for the week. Average your calories, or sorry, your weights for the week. It's not just the one bad day, like it's the average of everything. And then the last tip is if you have a bad mindset day, what do you do, babe? Stay off the damn scale. <laughs> stay, stay off the scale. Stay off of the scale. Like it takes time to get better. But if you run from it and avoid it and you only weigh yourself at the doctor's office, of course, it's going to be stressful. Mm -hmm. Like we normalize what we um, expose ourselves to time and time again. Like, Absolutely. Yep. So really, at the end of the day, it's not always you versus the scale. It's really just you versus you. And get better. 100%. Cool, 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 cool. If you guys have any fun um, scale mindset stories that you guys want to share with us. Um, send us a DM or tag us in a story on the Macros for Life podcast, especially if you have friends that have a not so great mindset with the scale and body image and need to hear this. Again, like I said, we have the Make It Count program, our monthly macro membership program that's super affordable, only $97 a month if you need a coach accountability support and you need someone to help push you through some of these averages looking at your average macros your average average weights while you're trying to chase your goals check us out send us a dm and find us at www.gtransformationacademy.com don't forget to like share subscribe and download we'll holler at y'all next time peace out Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get welcome.